All right. Well, that was the uh, the Olympics opening theme song. It's my favorite part of the Olympics opening theme song because they got the beginning part, which sounds like this. And that part's good, but uh, I think the later part in the song is much better. Which, by the way, that song was created by John Williams. That's you know the famous guy that does the Star Wars and uh, oh, he does everything. I swear he does everything. Jurassic Park. Um, but yeah, he created that song, and it's crazy because that is, uh, I mean, that's the song of the Olympics forever from here on out. And uh, Big Guy created it. So, yeah, I'm playing that song because today I'm going to talk all about the Olympics. It was uh, it was a decent Olympics. There was some highs. There were some lows. Um, but overall, it was pretty entertaining. So let's start out with number one. And that is the medal count. Okay. Now, this, uh, this whole system, it's got to be fixed. It's got to be fixed. Uh I was seeing there there was the official medal count with like uh you know they had your gold, your silvers, your bronze and every country how many they got. And something I noticed was the way they're counting the medals is they'll have whoever has the most golds, number 1, guaranteed. Doesn't matter, number 1. Then they'll have the second most golds, number two, all the way down to where the last place person is going to be one bronze medal. All right? One bronze medal. So the way the system's set up is it doesn't matter how many medals you have. You could have five golds and you would be in front of a country that has 200 silvers. Now... If that doesn't make sense, well, that's because it's retarded. And whoever comes up with this medal count is retarded. I saw one country had one gold medal. That was it. One gold. And the country behind them had two silvers and three bronzes. And somehow the one gold is supposed to be better than two silvers and three bronzes? So, obviously, this was a flawed system. So I came up with a new, obviously better system, and I'm sure a lot of people have, but it's, uh, you, you, you give them uh, numbers. So a gold is three, the silver is two, bronze is one, and that's how you calculate the numbers. So in that situation where the gold was beating two silvers and three bronze, the two silvers and three bronze should be seven points. You got four for the two silvers, three for the three bronze, seven points. The gold that's in front of it is three points. Therefore, the gold country that was in front of them, they should have been way behind, way behind. But of course, morons won't do this crap. And there was a freaking uh, play, uh, some news article that wrote a huge article about why China's kicking our A's even though we're showing that we're winning, blah, blah, blah. And that was pretty much the article. And uh, it was because one medal count had it to where it was like, Overall medals is number one, which is also still stupid, but it's better than the freaking gold one. And they were like, it shows that we're number one, but in all reality, China is winning way more golds and blah, blah, blah. It's like, but it ain't all about the golds. If it was all about the golds, then silver and bronze shouldn't even be given to anybody. 
Those should not exist. The system that they're doing, uh, silver and bronze, should just be gone. And if you don't win gold, you don't win anything and nobody ever talks about you. But diagonal, I'll take a silver. I'll take a bronze. Because there's still something. Being number two should have a reward. Because that's pretty dang impressive. Now, obviously, once you get to like four, five, six, I mean, it just gets so ridiculous at that point. But the top three, yes, award them. And obviously, we all know that USA won across the board. And when it comes to golds, we technically only won by one. But when it comes to all around, we won pretty big. I'd probably say by like at least 50 to 60 points over China. Uh, which is pretty good. But China had a pretty good Olympics. Australia had a very good Olympics. Um, but anyway, moving on. So now we got the trans athlete, transgender athlete. Now, we thought there was just one. There was the weightlifter. Her name was like Laurel, his whatever. I never know what to call these people. But with him, he looks way more like a man than a woman. So I'm just going to go him. He went and he was a weightlifter and he did three attempts and every attempt failed did not complete one attempt i don't understand the system either because he started out with like let's say 200 pounds and he failed and it's like oh, okay so you would assume he's going to get another attempt at that 200 pounds but instead they go up like i want to say they go up like 10 pounds each try so he failed at the 200 now he's got to go for 210. Well, if he couldn't do the 200, it's not looking good to do the 210. So what did he do? He failed the 210. And then next up, oh, he gets one more try, 220? So it's just, it makes no sense. I mean, well, oh, he's going to get 220 even though he failed at 200? Doesn't make sense. But anyway, he failed on all three. Big surprise. And uh, it was an embarrassment to the transgender athletes, dang it. We were all rooting for him. Uh, and there was another trans that went under the radar. And this one is just, it's one of those things, you know, sometimes in that LGBT bullcrap community, uh, they will do things that will just straight up leave you flabbergasted. And this is one of them. Okay, hear me out. The Canadian soccer women's team had a trans on their team. And they won gold. They beat America which honestly, I'd rather a trans beat America's women's team than America's women's team winning gold. I would straight up, I'll take it. I don't give a dang. But anyway, a trans was on their team. So now you're thinking, well, God, now they had an unfair advantage. But before you think that, hear me out. Uh, this trans had her boobs removed and, you know, she went all, or yeah, she went all uh, Elliot Page on us and posted a photo on her Instagram of her topless with those disgusting marks, man. I swear, the trans scars are unbearably disgusting. I mean, good gosh. It just looks like you did something wrong. It's like, oh, ugh, what? why do you have slits under your nipples? What is that about? Oh, I got my titties removed. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, she had that. And uh, she's on the women's team. And she claims she's a trans. So at this point, the question is, 
what the F are you? If you're a man, okay, which you would have to be at that point. I mean, obviously no, but in her world, yes. She would have to be a man. So what the F are you doing on the woman's team? Is that not weird? You're pretty much admitting that you're a woman. I mean, is that not what's going on here? So whenever a freaking man transitions into a woman, guaranteed they're playing with the women. And if they don't, how dare you? How fucking dare you? But then when you're a woman and you transition, I guess, to a man, she's transgender, now you can just compete with the women and it's fine and no discrimination whatsoever there. What is going on? They don't play by their own rules, dude. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, she's playing with the women, even though she's, I guess, a man. I don't think she's ever stated what she is, but she's trans. So what did she transition to? A freaking a nobody? A they? I don't know. But, yeah, that's a weird one. Um, next up, we have Simone Biles. Simone Biles, the Olympic gymnast for America, the black girl. Uh, this was an embarrassment. It was an embarrassment for her. It was an embarrassment for America. It was an embarrassment for the Olympics, to be honest with you. Because here's what happened. She, and we all know this story. Let's be real. She was like, I don't feel good. My, I'm, I, my mental health. I swear. Okay, this is why, from the beginning, I said, no, buck mental health. You cannot have an excuse for mental health. And if you want an excuse for mental health, then your excuse needs to be, oh, I'm a freak. I need to go to therapy or whatever. I don't know. And uh, and then just be done. Whatever you were doing, you're done. You're done. You're out. We don't want you here anymore. You're a mental health freak. You're gone. Yeah, we can take you, quote unquote, serious, but you're gone. You're not allowed to be around here anymore. Uh, and that's what she did. She was like, oh, my mental health. So she gets out uh, in the time where she was needed most. Okay, this girl's supposed to be the greatest ever. And this mother bucker put a goat on her little leotard thing. As in, I'm the greatest of all time. First of all, if you put that you're the greatest of all time, you're not the greatest of all time. You're an effing loser who thinks you are. And you've been fed way too much positive attention. Way too much. I'm pretty sure Tom Brady, who is the greatest football player of all time, undoubtedly, it's not even close. He's not going to go out there with a freaking, I'm the greatest. He'll always be like, oh, no, I mean, you know, well, whatever. I, I'm, I just play the game. He'll say something like that. But, of course, she puts the goat on their thing. And then what does she do when the freaking competition heats up? I'm scared. I can't do it. I quit. And then, of course, we all know what happens when you quit for mental health reasons. You get rewarded. You get praised as a hero. And that's what happened. And she was a hero. For the rest of the Olympics, they wouldn't shut up about this quitter quitting because she was weak. That's the story. A weak person couldn't handle pressure, so they quit. And I'll tell you right now, pressure, it ain't easy. It ain't for the weak. Okay? I had pressure one time in my life. It was when I was kicking a field goal once. 
and good gosh, the pressure was intense. I was shaking. I got, I kicked the thing. I got lucky. I'll say it to the day I I got lucky. It went in and it worked out. But dadgummit, if I did that 10 times, I would have made maybe two of them. I was freaking shaking. And that's how it is. And if you're a true champion, you can overcome it and say, buck this, I got it. But if you're a weak loser, like Simone Biles, then you're going to quit. And that's what she did. And she got rewarded for it and praised as a hero. And the freaking event, she just quit out of, didn't even do anything, just quit. She got rewarded with a silver medal that the other gymnast won. She didn't do crap. And here's my thing. She got that medal. And you can say, yeah, but she was a part of the team. Okay, then why is the team manager? Why is the the water boy? Why is the 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 freaking team physical therapist? Why are these people not getting the medals? Because they did way more than she did. All she did was quit and say, I can't handle it. The other people were there. They were there all the time working on things that they were called to do. They did their job. They didn't get a medal. So this hoe should not get a medal. Uh, and then later on, she's like, you know what? I feel better when the easy event came up that she felt like she could do. I feel good. And what did she do? She won bronze. Get the fuck out of here. You ain't the greatest ever. You're never going to be the greatest ever. You know who was better than you? The girl from the last Olympics, the uh, Allie Raisman girl. She competed in two Olympics, never quit, won some golds, never quit. Keyword in there, never quit. I could go on for weeks about that piece of crap, but I'm going to end it there. All right. Next up, we've got the attractiveness of the athletes. Now, this is something that's interesting, okay? And this is something that I noticed. Uh, We were talking about the Chinese female athletes or something, and my wife, who's Chinese, and of course, she was full on board with the Chinese team. She was like, oh, what's so good? I was like, yeah. Yeah, you are winning a lot, but your women, they do. What's up with them looking like men? What's that about? And uh, she's like, no, we got lots of beautiful ones. And I was like, "Uh, no, most of them look like men. So she starts sending me pictures of their five out of 500 decently attractive Olympians. But all the other ones look like men and gross and weird. Okay. And all the men are pretty fresh. Let's be real. Look at the Olympians that are men. It could be any sport. That's the thing. It doesn't even matter what this sport is. The most unattractive ones will be in something like, uh, I don't know, shooting or something. It'll usually be like a little nerd who's good at shooting the air rifle. He's like, okay, I've mastered this. And he's a little nerd, but he can shoot the buck out of a gun, whatever. Any sport that requires you to be physical, the guys are fresh. It's just a fact. I mean, if you, like, come in all the way down to, like, badminton or freaking ping pong, these days, those guys have a decent amount of swag. And, like, Lynn Dan, he was one of the famous, won back-to-back golds in the Olympics. He was fresh. The dude was, like, a nine. And you look at everybody, like the American swimmers, Fresh as buck. They got their six packs. They got their great chests. Their faces are good. Bodies are good. 
the track runners they're good now most of them are black so you just gotta kind of you know are you attracted to black guys well if you are then that's the sport for you they're fresh and it's across the board you look at every country you look at the guys from china fresh guys from japan fresh guys from europe looking good but then you go to the other sex and it's the women and almost none of them are attractive like no exaggeration i would say one out of every 20 women are going to be decent and one out of like every hundred and i'm going to confidently say hundred are where it's like oh you're an eight or above you're very fresh that's one out of a hundred. Like there's one American star that I can think of that was actually attractive where it's like, oh, that girl's fresh. Undeniably, she's fresh. And it was the track runner, Sydney McLaughlin. Or you can call her Sydney McLaughlin or Sydney McLaughlin. Bottom line is she's attractive. She's got a great body, great face, great everything. But that's like the only one. There is not another one. And it's unbelievable. Like you go out into the general population, small town Alabama, you go to a Walmart, and you're going to find more attractive girls there per 100 than you're going to find on the Olympic teams. It is weird. And it doesn't add up. You're looking at the demographic of Olympians. What are they? They're young. And not young, young, but they're young. Like between 18 and 35. Somewhere in that ballpark is pretty much all Olympians. Okay, that's like the peak age range for it being attractive. Okay, well, that's weird. You would think there'd be more, but let's look more into the demographics. They're almost all fit. Okay, so you're telling me girls who are between the ages of 18 and 35 who are all fit all play sports, are all very, very in shape, you would think at least, at least 70% of them would be fresh. You would think. And somehow you're looking at one out of 100 are like an eight or above. How is that possible? And when you go to other countries like China, whoo, no, uh-uh. China, it's like one out of 200. Maybe worse than that. And this is China. I'm very attracted to Asians. And guess what? You can't find an attractive one in the Olympics. What is up with that? I need a freaking explanation because none of it makes sense. The guys, it adds up. It's like, oh, the guys probably 70% are fresh. And then you're going to have the off one where it's like, oh, he looks a little funny. He's got a great body, but he looks a little funny. With the girls, now, With the girls, it's like, oh, they got great bodies sometimes. Sometimes their bodies are weird. That's another thing. The swimmers have weird bodies. Shoulders are too broad. They look a little weird. They might not have an ounce of fat on them, but their bodies look weird. It's strange. It needs to be addressed more because it just doesn't make sense. Oh, man. It is wild. It is wild. But, um, yeah, other than that, it was a pretty good Olympics. Obviously, the mask wearing was retarded. That's another thing. Freaking, uh, you know, you think your country's bad with COVID. 
and then you see these other countries. Apparently, seventy percent of the Japanese were like, "We don't want the games here. Get them out." Well, let's. I mean, just oh, think about that. You have nobody coming over but the athletes. That's it. They didn't allow fans to go there from anywhere. Okay. So you got only athletes. Every single one of them has either been vaccinated or tested right before they came to your country. So they're not bringing the virus to you. The virus is coming from your faggots. Don't put this on the freaking athletes. Oh, we don't want you to stay home. We're done with death. So you're scared? I swear, dude. It's unbelievable. You think America's bad, and then you look at Japan, and it's like, y'all are freaking losers. You're never going to stop being afraid of this gay virus that Asians created, by the way. Not saying Japan did, but Asians did it. And then you get pissed when we come over? Okay, fine. We'll never have an Olympics in Japan ever again. How about that? We'll never have anything there ever again. We want nothing to do with y'all. Because apparently y'all don't want us there because you're afraid. We'll take the Olympics next time. We'll do it. And you know what? Fans are allowed. Because guess what? We don't give a buck. And that's going to be that. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time. I'm going to send you out with the Olympics thing. Here we go. Well, I say here we go. I say here we go. Here we go.